0: I don't see. And with a collapse of a former superpower. Several
1: powerful factions now fight for control. The threat
2: is real. An evil organization calling itself Scar. only as Scar. gold. Nothing short of total world domination, Led by this man, known only as Iron Claw. We will be victorious! Not on my way! Hey everybody and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, Kicking It in the Groove, here with G.I. Joe Extreme. This is episode 20 of 26? I think I got that right. G.I. Joe Extreme, Rampage for President. This is Knowing It's Half the Podcast and I am Race to Canus. I'm Robert Clark Chan.
3: I'm Gina Ablito and I think it was episode 21.
2: Uh, well, said- I thought it was episode 21 as well, but then our our, our file Zencaster here says 620, and now <laughs> I don't know who to believe.
3: The, the, on the actual website where we watch the shows, it said episode 21.
2: Oh, yeah. See, that's I that- thought it said 21, but I thought, well, Robert Clark Chan wouldn't yeah. lie to me. No,
4: nope, definitely <laughs> but not. But it turns we out don't Robert Clark him. Chan
2: would Mm. lie to me because this is episode 21 rampage for president only five more episodes of gi joe extreme to go i'm a little sad about that i'm not gonna
3: lie i'm sad too i i even at this late stage they're still pulling out the pulling out the episodes that i i enjoy i enjoyed this one
4: i
2: tolerated this one so (laughs) like yeah i guess uh we're on the same page. i didn't think this was their their strongest outing by far but it was perfectly fine perfectly fine episode of television I mean Yeah, I
3: mean there's a lot to there's a lot to live up to when you say strongest outing. It was sort of another somewhat standalone-ish episode, but yep. we still got, we got some callbacks. We got a callback that the silencer is back. Uh he's back, back from last episode. Cool. Uh uh and yeah, then he's
4: like, um he's like man at arms, like what? Where was the <laughs> silencer for all of an episode?
3: But he's sort of back in form, like he's, he's back to sort of being serious and seems to have like mostly just let his grudge go.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, Except, I, you
3: well, know,
2: Silencer had this had this energy that I was vibing with real hard in this episode, which we'll get to when we get to it. I was yeah, really was digging the Silencer cool, in this episode.
3: He was back to cool Silencer. I don't I don't have to know about him. I like my mysterious assassins mysterious. I don't want to know too Thank much you. about them
2: yeah i mean that's fair i wonder uh, 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 this character type is just really red but we'll get to it anyway um you may have listened really quick to the uh, the promo the the that happened right before uh this episode started sexy vampire show i'm making one reclaim detroit the feed the teaser they're now all live and i just want to take a quick moment off the top because you would have just heard it because i guarantee it's going at the top of this episode <laughs>
4: <laughs> what two episodes yeah. in a row come on now Oh, Chan, I put it on
2: way more than two episodes. I put it on.
3: Look, I listen to podcasts for variety in ads, so clearly this is not going to hit it for me.
2: Yeah. Well, Gina, I don't even know if you've heard the trailer. I'm going to assume no at this point.
3: I I think I'm the only one that's currently listening to our podcast, considering that I message you guys every week to tell you you screwed something up.
4: 100%. Out. No,
3: that's a fact, but it's not me. It's Red Circle, I promise.
2: <laughs> or Chan. But not me,
3: for sure. It's, it's usually when you guys say, oh, God, oh, God, edit this part out. And then I'm listening to the podcast on my walk and we get to, okay, we're going to edit this part out. And I text you guys. To say, oh, sure. You forgot no, to edit this just, part out.
2: We just keep those in. <laughs> Uh, my favorite moment was when I actually, uh, it was like a few months ago when I actually like stopped the show to say, and I, I, and I like set up a commercial break that we were going to put right there. And then I forgot I did it by the time it came to edit the episode. So I just have a random <laughs> commercial break, like five minutes later.
3: And yeah, uh, I you're, got called you're out testing, for that. You're testing that was people's on reflexes, clearly. You're testing people's reflexes and listening comprehension. People come to Knowing is Half the Podcast for
2: the professional sounding Whatever it is we do.
4: <laughs> Whatever this is. I thought Whatever we suppo- this is. I sp- we we're supposed to tell people who may be hearing the show for the first time what it is we do. And here you are being like, I, I don't know what the fuck this is. Jesus Christ. We may hey, not have we're speak. talking I'm about serious. G.I. Joe. <laughs>
2: this is the premise of the show. I don't need to explain it because I already said we're knowing is half the podcast Uh, your favorite G.I. Joe recap show. That is right at the top, Chan. I don't even think about it. You don't even think about it when I say it. It's at the top of every show. That's called good podcasting.
4: Not everybody knows what G.I. Joe is.
3: That's true. Or what the G stands for, or what the (laughs) I stands for, or Or who Joe is. is. If they're listening to this G.I. Joe
2: podcast, I guarantee they know at least a little bit what G.I. Joe is and what a podcast is. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Hashtag, I know both things. Guys, give me that hashtag so I know you know. Let's show this clown, Robert Clark Chan, what's up.
3: Maybe I don't know what listening is. Maybe there's a difference (laughs) between regular listening and active listening.
2: Ray? Well, that's fair because I definitely don't know what listening is. If your
4: father-in-law were listening to this episode would he know what G.I. Joe or podcast or listening was?
2: (laughs) I would say he would know all three because he knows me. And it's literally all I talk about is G.I. Joe podcasts and they have to listen to me. Well, no wonder he's so sick of you.
3: I like that you think that people actually like are hearing what you say, listening and taking it in instead of just, letting it (sighs) dribble out of their ears like so much ear diarrhea i i can't be any louder
2: let me put it let me start there that's all i'm trying to say look this is gi joe extreme this is rampage for president uh so we already know we're in for something wild here rampage is the uh hulking out character who will like turn into a monster when he gets angry and he's apparently gonna be president i was a little bit surprised at the direction of this show because it's not president of the united states (laughs)
3: Yeah, but this is this is a good roadmap of how we got to where we are. Everything oh, yeah. in this episode, I was like, "Oh crap!" You know when they're when they're chanting for him after he's doing bad stuff. I was like, "I think I remember this. I think I remember seeing this." It did slap already a little different in real life.
2: <laughs> That's a fact. Well, this episode opens in a New York prison. Rampage is held there, and he's complaining. He's like, I "Can't believe Iron Iron Claw just left me here. What a jerk." <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. Of course he did. He has no plans to get you. Um, and then we cut to a New Jersey uh, airport. And we end up going to a, a land called uh, Kamchatka.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. Where Here's the thing. A- I don't like this because they, they make a fake country. I think they call it Kamchatka. Comchaka. 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 C o m, Yeah, C H A K A. They spell it out. But clearly someone said to like the writers like come up with a fake country that sounds real. You know like how Kamchatka in Russia sort of sounds a little fake but it is real and then they were like yeah. done. Whatever you just so said I'm writing is, it to down. Be fair,
2: this is much better than when Transformers use Carbamia. Let me just start there.
3: No, I would Better rather. Points. I would rather they be like, "Oh, this is welcome to Freedomland, Joe'sville, USA." <laughs> but that's not I'm what. Like, it is. I would, This
2: is clearly like, like a yeah. South American country.
3: But every time they say Kamchatka, I was like, "Are they mispronouncing Kamchatka?" And then I had to like yeah. look up what they're actually saying, and I was like, "Okay, so they're trying to make it." a fake country clearly, but they ended up making it just sound like idiots who can't pronounce com- yeah. Kamchatka. It was to be fair, the- I didn't like it. I, I give me, you know- give me Fredonia USA Joesville, the world.
2: God damn it. The only reason, you know, Kamchatka, the only reason I know Kamchatka
3: well, risk, let
2: call it out right now.
3: <laughs> That's probably true. Actually. However,
2: however, for yeah. the sake of our
4: audience and their erudition, <laughs> Kamchatka is famous for the abundance and size of its brown bears. In the Krodotsk oh. Nature Reserve, they're estimated to be three to four bears per 100 square kilometers. Oh, now I
3: want. I love like a it. Lot of now. Bears.
4: There I you love
3: go. it. I mean, so, I, I don't like Russia in general, but I love bears.
4: It's a peninsula. I don't know uh, if how you feel about the uh, land form of peninsulas. I like it. Uh, Being I think from it's Michigan, I like it's it an a lot.
3: attractive landform.
4: I'm more of an Isthmus guy myself, but yeah, I could okay. see you. Okay, it's because you're
3: fancy.
2: You're fancy. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I like, the uh, thing
2: about having a lot of bears in your country is you definitely got a lot, uh, a big mall. Oh my God. You got a big
3: How, do, how did big I get mall. here? I the mall of America, even. I need to move back home.
4: Like the bears are mauling people. And then so you what took I'm going a verb for, yes. and made it into a noun, sort of like as a as a form of wordplay. They're really it's keeping
2: like, that mall yeah. culture alive. There it is. Okay. Yep. Okay. You know what? I'll accept that one.
4: <laughs> Look, I have I just, standards. I, God damn it.
3: He like, just needed to workshop just, it a little bit. I gave I, you know, sometimes up. You need to just put it out there.
4: I gave up portmanteaus so that I could have my puns. I need top notch puns.
2: Well, I'm sorry for what I do. <laughs>
4: No, that's it is Look, my
2: Captain Jack Sparrow pun on who would win. I'm going to be I'm going to be living off that the next six months. <laughs> be living for those at home who did not listen to who would win show. I my joke was Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm going to do it because I'm living off it. Captain Jack Sparrow once had a nightmare where he was on a boat that didn't have any weapons on it. But thankfully, it was non-canon. Uh. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.
4: Look Gina getting all high and mighty now.
2: Oh yeah, Gina. No, that I upset just, you. I please. I didn't even
3: hear please. it. I slipped into a coma for the last uh, minute and a half. Uh, I'm back. What did I miss?
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're really keeping that mall
3: culture alive. Ah, okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, it's because it's because this episode is set in New Jersey, and New Jersey enjoys malls. I get it.
2: It did. It, it, to be fair, it is in New Jersey, uh, and they the Joes are setting up a little base there in Kamchatka, And there's our uh, rest and relaxation. And we meet. We learn about there's a president Arumba, which is an oh, amazing name. Hold on, back president- up. To
4: the fact that they're gushing over this shithole that they're living in, they're not and living I in get the whole thing. Um, uh, well, which movie is it Platoon? Was like every every? No, it's it's Aliens. It's like every meal's a feast, and every you know thing is a thing you just confuse uh,
3: platoon and aliens i it's, mean they both have they both have gruff men in in sort of military uh, outfits yeah. man was it was it apocalypse now
2: or was it event horizon i just can't keep those two movies straight
3: i mean and, i wouldn't fault you for that one either
4: uh both of them involve going to hell
2: <laughs> and both have Lawrence fishburne i think it's very hard
3: Wait, so we've already seen this president because we didn't we see, we we? saw Rampage do something to him. Like he like went, he like tried to assassinate him or something in like another, Um, a previous episode.
2: I don't remember that at all. (laughs) Don't they
3: even refer to it in this episode? Isn't that why he's in jail? No, he's in jail for general
2: terrorism.
3: No, no. He tried to take over this country. Did he? Yeah, they they clearly say at one point like, "Oh, he's fallen out of favor since he tried to like forcibly take over that country." We're gonna oh, p- let him run for president.
2: Mm. I mean, to be fair, uh, if you fail a coup attempt and you're not you're not uh, given uh, uh, you know you're not <laughs> what am I trying to say? If you fail a coup attempt and nobody punishes you, it's just a dress rehearsal for the next one, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think that in a previous episode he attempted a coup. I mean, I could not not could of this about- show,
2: but I mean, maybe in his backstory. <laughs>
3: uh, now I'm I'm quickly go- googling as you two continue
2: on. <clears throat> That's fine. I'll 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 keep uh, pushing. Goes forward. There's an election, and President Arumba is very popular. He's a good man, as the Joe's say, which is amazing. <laughs> you are talking about the president of a you know a South American country. And you literally are having Joe's being saying he's a good man. Yeah. Based on my knowledge of South American politics, that is rarely true. Uh, I think it's more based on what
4: we know about G.I. Joe's politics. It's uh, Ooh, unlikely to be okay. true. Like, uh, yes, he's uh, 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 he gives us the mineral, the Cesario, the Cesarium, the ces- cesarean cesari- section.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. cesare-
4: he gives us the cesarean sections that we require, and in turn we allow him to do whatever he wants. That will, that's what makes a good leader in South America.
3: Um. Yeah. Okay.
4: They're yeah. only I mean, pissed at Scar because they're not the ones who are funding the coup.
3: I feel like this is yeah. a heavy, heavy commentary here.
4: Did none of you read Howard Zinn? Is that what? The <laughs> fuck? Uh, howard's end yes
3: howard the duck
4: all of these things (laughs) mo howard's (laughs) biography plays howard the duck (laughs) in uh infinity war 2 uh the wrath of
2: dog i remember that one yeah that was good so Uh, rampage gets out of jail and he's given an offer and he's like, oh, I knew Scar would come through for me. And they're like, no, dude, they are absolutely not coming through for you, which I thought was hilarious. They're just like, no, dude, no. And, but we have an offer you can't refuse. So I immediately thought he was about to join the mob, but he does not. Uh, there's a, the, not only is this election happening in Kamchatka, but there are some sort of high grade material self cesium. I think they said high grade self cesium, uh, which I don't know. I mean, that's obviously a MacGuffin, it's, but who cares? It
3: seizes itself. Oh, yeah.
4: Circezia. It offers you surcease from sorrow. Oh, right. Sounds nice, doesn't it? No wonder you want it.
2: I like it. Well, Iron Claw is not happy. He is not in favor of uh, Rampage running for president because he thinks he does not control Rampage, which is weird because Rampage is still one of his agents and he still has some pull with Rampage. So I thought that plot point was a little bit weird. because It's not like Iron Claw is going to run. It yeah. would be cool if he did.
3: You know what? This is just a really good example of how there is a clearly overqualified woman who is ready to step into political oh, office boy. right I'll now. And instead, uh, they choose an unhinged, two-faced Insane man who 50% of the time is just too emotional to lead the free world. Uh, But they're worried that that woman might undergo, um, you know, hot flashes or something. So they don't elect her.
2: It's not that I'm against voting for a woman. I would love to vote for a woman,
3: just not
2: that one.
3: Or incidentally, if they, they had put up either. Baroness back in the day, I would have voted for her. But I just think that you know, well,
4: you're saying that Steel Raven would have gotten the uh, vote in uh, Kamchaka.
3: Yeah, I, I'm. You you don't think you don't think she's better qualified than? Ram- I mean, Rampage is not qualified for anything. Like even when he's Got his normal businessman face on. He's still (coughs) terrible. Like it's not like they're even saying like, well, fifty percent of the time he's a totally normal guy. It's like fifty percent of the time he's an idiot, and the other fifty (laughs) percent of the time he's an angry idiot.
4: I mean, here's the thing: they look at him, they see he's got, uh, uh, you know, he looks like a rich guy. They they say that, yeah. uh, As far as anybody knows, he's just a, a a philanthropist industrialist.
3: Yeah, he seems uh, like yeah, a guy you want to get record. a beer with. I see what you're saying.
4: He does Damn. seem to have a certain level of charisma, uh, as long as you don't get too close to him or know him.
3: Yeah, okay. Uh,
4: and most importantly, he is easy to control, which turns is out to be untrue.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But He's clearly not. But yeah, like, oh, I mean, I get it.
4: That's one of those things where you're like watching a children's cartoon and you go, That is simply unbelievable. There is no way (laughs) that, uh, you know, the people, the uh, backers, the political backers would not realize the guy's a (laughs) fucking lunatic and cannot be controlled. And then you look at the real world and you're like, oh, Christ.
3: I think at some point Rampage says, look, I could rampage out on Fifth Avenue and people would still vote for me.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: That to be fair
0: guys
2: I, let me just tell you i don't know if you've seen but steel raven had some emails that are, are
3: you know <laughs> i'm just not
2: comfortable with
4: yeah i heard
3: she had a really uh, like she was passing risotto recipes around on her private email servers i don't trust that
4: mm-hmm. nope there oh, are servers oh, when in, steel uh, raven
3: pulled a a thing of hot sauce out of her purse i was
2: done i was done right there mm-hmm. who does that
3: I like that. I think my favorite part of this is that Rampage politically still goes by Rampage. Like no one, none, none of his, like none of the people on his team sit down and they're like, okay, we know you have this whole branding thing down, but we need at least some, some first name. So we're going to call you John Rampage because that sort of sounds like, like a, a, like a Rambo, a hero guy, but no, instead they're just like, all right, vote for Rampage. No first name. Actually, that might be his first name. We don't know. So, So you know, I think that was their, the campaign's first misstep or second misstep after having a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde angry half of the time guy run for president.
4: I honestly, truly wonder if they uh, wanted to use John Rampage because it sounds awesome. Yeah. 100% think it would be a fantastic joke and it got shot down because it was too close to John Rambo.
3: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I mean... I mean, here's the thing, like it, it's even The Rock at some point was like, please, please, I am now Dwayne Johnson. You could put The Rock in there if you want the to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But I just think like at some point they've got to be like, all right, do you have a legal first name? And he's like, I forgot it because I addled my brain with all these angry drugs. And then they're like, all right, we're just going to call you John Rampage. And at some point some redneck in Texas was like, John Rampage sounds like a man I want to get a beer with. I'm voting for that guy. Uh,
4: I mean, we are, of course, in South America, which Texas famously is not in. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, yeah, I I see your point. Uh, Here's
3: the thing. I actually genuinely think that in the early stages of this episode, this was probably supposed to be like the American, like they were probably going to, because it makes more sense to have him inserted as the president of the U.S. Uh, much more, much more power politically. It's, uh, it's, you know, I, I just think like in the early stages, the writers were like, OK, what if they try and make him president of the U.S.? And someone was like, ooh, you know what's wrong with that? Is that like U.S. politicians are insane <laughs> and angry assholes. So they might think that we're picking on a specific one. So can we make it some fake country that of like in that sounds like some place that we don't like either China or Russia?
4: <laughs> I will say that I uh, this show um, for whatever flaws it has, what it does well and what I uh, appreciate and resonate with is that the the lot it tends to be pretty uh, hole proof, like any of the logic holes that you would usually get in a kid show like a pretty much sealed up and you don't have to make huge leaps to go like, okay, fine. Well, this is a kid show. We, so we can't expect, you know, X or Y, but, um, especially in the nineties, the idea of, uh, you know, inserting your guy into, uh, the presidential seat would still have been a little crazy in the U S but mm-hmm, South America, mm-hmm. 100%. Cause we okay, were, that's fair. um, yeah, and, and, and John and Bolton like, said,
2: he said, I've done a few coups, you know, but not this. <laughs> that's not how it works, which yeah, is one of the most yeah. amazing things I've ever heard a human being say. Uh,
4: it was weird that it was on a uh, commentary track for a G.I. Joe Extreme, <laughs> but you know, like, wherever we can get it wherever you can get the truth.
3: It was a special, special edition. Mm hmm. It was weird. But to be fair, uh,
2: uh, Iron Claw, we didn't see him. He didn't take the mask off. He could have that big old mustache. We don't know. We don't know. True. We don't. No, well, look, they, they purged his record. Uh, and I kind of really like this scene where we have the uh, the, the four, it, it looks like three, I didn't get all their names, we got Outlaw, Bandito, and then one other guy, and then the Silencer. Uh, and they just keep going up and up. And I like the heightening of this scene where there's, they're oh, like, I can on. shoot like this, I can hold shoot on. like that, yes?
4: Gina asked for a poll. Uh, oh, sure. Buy it. Um, it was... Uh, um. About rampage, it's the uh, the brokers talking about him. You can't be serious. He's incompetent. A they all.
3: I liked it. I like it. I mean, I I feel like that that sort of says it all. Like that's that this whole episode was giving me Trumpy vibes, but this was very much like someone warning someone. That like, hey, he he's a crackpot and someone else being like, yeah, we know, dude. What do you think politics is? Jeez. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: we just
3: get crazy
2: people and we shake them up and then we just let them go.
3: Yeah. I, and I mean, this went about as well as as that went because people were like, oh, shit, wait, he turned on us. Oh, crap. He's hard to control. What's happening? There's a coup.
2: <laughs> yeah. What a surprise um but i I did like the scene with the outlaws uh, outlaw bandito and they just keep each one shoots a little bit better than the one before and then what was amazing silencer walks up and points a gun right in the dude's face and the guy's like this is making me uncomfortable he's like hold still i'm gonna use your visor to bank my (laughs) shot with the laser and i'm like god damn right you are silencer you fucking majestic beast
3: Uh, Yeah. I like that. Uh, Here's the thing. You don't, you shouldn't trash talk there. A good rule of thumb is don't trash talk a world famous assassin when he's less than a foot away from you. Like they're just like, they're just like little, little like 12 year old girls in a fucking grade school being like, Oh my God, did you hear that this silencer is like, has totally lost a step. And then the other, the other one's like, yeah, I heard that the silencer went after his biggest frenemy and lost. And then the silencer is like, I can hear you guys and I'm going to shoot you in the face.
4: Okay. Well, two things. One, I can't stand that he uses those mirrored sunglasses to bank a shot because it's a fucking laser. That's supposed to be lethal. That's supposed to kill you. (laughs) And you can't bank something that can kill you off someone uh, uh, off a friggin' uh, uh, louisiana sheriff's glasses you don't
3: know what kind of glasses he has maybe they're blue blockers <laughs> yeah. thank
2: you uh, it, thank you well was it was not a blue laser
4: it was <laughs> not a blue laser uh second is that uh they don't actually talk shit about him all they say is that um like uh eagle uh well is it is really no tough they to talk eagle shit about, about him, him. I yeah, guess.
3: they and they like yeah. point out his shaky hand. Like they're like, look at that, look at that shit. Look at his hand shaking like a fucking crackpot. Like they you point know why his out hand a his hand shaking. because
2: eagle eyes way better than him. Am I right? High fives. <laughs> yeah, Fears. they're
3: they're very clearly being like, I heard he used to be a really good assassin, but then, yes. but then eagle eye yeah. got the best of him, and he's re- literally right there. Like they're barely trying to hide what they're saying. And honestly, I don't know what I would do if someone was like, hey, hold still or you'll die. Also, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Like, I'd be like, oh, okay, don't I'm going to very calmly ask you not to shoot me. Oh, you already did it. Okay, I mean,
4: in just a hot second, someone's going to come by and say, hey, all you mercenaries, Uh, I'm going to pay you a lot of money to do a job. They all say, yeah, I'm into it, except for the silencer who says, I only have one boss. So I'm not going to take your job, which means that this group of mercenaries are chilling. They're hanging out in their green room. Someone comes in and is like, hey, guys, can I hang out? And you're like, sure, buddy, what? And then they bust his balls a little bit like you would in a green room. And he flips the fuck out like he. uh was doing PCP before he came to the improv show. That he was going to drop into and freaks out on all of them. That's not on
2: them. That's well, not he on them. Out all. He he banked a shot off his goggles to one, intimidate him and to show that he's still the best of all of them. I think what he did was very reserved. If anything else, he should have murdered them. And you'd yeah, say some the, guy shows the, up.
3: He did the prison yard thing where he, where he, he found the biggest bitch in that place. But showed it's not him a prison.
4: They're hanging out. This is their re- uh, reclining time. They're shooting the shit like in a bar. And he like, Look, walks he- into a bar. is like, I'm going to murder one of you so that the rest of you will what? Look, like, if you're a mercenary, me?
3: you don't you don't get to chill and relax like that. I mean, have you not seen Star Wars? Han Solo was Thank chilling you. in a bar when Greedo walked up on him, too. Thank and you. they were just busting each other's balls. We both know how that turned out.
4: So what yeah, you're saying Greedo is shot this first. Is- this is where mercs go to get hired, like uh, uh, like in front of a Home Depot or something like that. They're, the, yeah. they're in the middle of the jungle, just sitting around until yeah. someone drives by. Is like, hey, who wants to murder today?
3: Yeah. And they hop in the back of that murder truck.
4: Okay. You know what? Okay. I'll be honest.
2: This completely tracks for me. Completely.
4: Yeah. I see it now.
2: Yeah. G.I. Joe will return after these messages but here's the Cobra Mamba. Cobra! Cobra Mamba its
4: power, bright and out of the blue. It's right by lightning. Yeah.
2: The Cobra Mamba is a fast attack copter with laser guns and missiles.
4: These are for squitters.
2: The Mamba's sides detach to become attack pods. Triple threat, meters yet, Cobra Mamba. Jump, jump! And nobody beats me, I Joe, The real American hero. Cobra Mamba and other vehicles and figures sold separately. Jump, jump! Now back to G.I. Joe and Rampage shows up with briefcases of money and he's like, I'm going to hire you guys. And this is what's weird to me. A silencer says, no, because
4: I only work for Ironclaw, not just a briefcase of money. He has a briefcase and bags of money in Mm. case he were to run across a Merc who was like, no, 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 no. I don't want all this. I don't want your fancy briefcase. I want it like a goddamn cartoon. You give me a big bag with a dollar <laughs> sign on it that's just loaded with loose bills.
3: that's Here's how the thing I, that I want to know is that, is that in a second, there's going to be a dude that's like, all right, so we hired all of you to do this job. And then fucking Silencer is like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I only work for one person. And it's like, why did you show up, bitch? Tell us that in the emails so that we can get a different mercenary. Now we're one mercenary short.
4: I mean, he was just going to take everybody. So I don't think yeah. I don't think they're worried about the number. They're just uh, spreading the love. See yeah, who-
3: but I don't see why he showed up, though. Like, it, like if someone was like, hey, we have a job for you. And in my head, I'm like, well, I mean, I only work for one person and this isn't that one person. I'm still going to go and get the free lunch, though.
2: You know what, though? But like Rampage knows these people like these are his boys, right? I assume like they've worked together in the past
3: went to hang out. He really did just go to
2: like chill. No, he went to hire him, but he went to hire him personally because he has probably a previous relationship with them. They used to work on a show together. Uh, You know, they were on the same improv team way back in the day. So he wants to go.
3: But what do you think Silencer thought he was going there to do? Oh, Silencer was just there because that's where mercenaries hang out
2: and he needs to sharpen his skills. And he, you know, he likes to hang out with the boys. He's the, you know what? Silencer is the one person in the comedy bar not doing bits. That's how you know he's the good one.
3: Okay. Uh, Okay. So they were really just hanging out. I thought they were summoned there. Weren't they summoned?
2: i didn't get that at all i mean they maybe were but uh uh, that was not laid out for us i just assume that this is a place mercenaries go to just like get you know train get a little better hang out wait for a job and fuck around and have fun like that's what i got out of it but you know uh that actually makes
4: makes a lot more sense gina what you're saying right there yeah Uh, uh, it makes more sense than my thought that uh he was the guy who shows up in the paying jobs post group to just spam with uh, uh, fake uh, uh, jobs that don't have any uh, uh, how much money it pays
3: <laughs> oh okay, yeah i mean i thought that they all got like you know an email that was like i have an exciting opportunity for you sir or madam if you would <laughs> please join me in the jungle at 5 p.m on tuesday i will give you all of the details and how much it pays hope to see you there signed rampage
4: yeah that sounds right into it uh I just Um, wanted uh, to note the uh, bit that is both wildly racist and not at all racist and just sort of like sits in a weird middle space. I can't quite put my finger on. Here's uh, Bandito. First off, his name is Bandito. (laughs) This is what he sounds like. Take a look at your money, Kringo.
3: Let me take a look at your money, Kringo. No, wait a minute. Look, you wouldn't be satisfied if they gave him a stereotypical accent. You're not satisfied since he has a stupid white guy accent. Correct. What do you want, Chan?
4: Uh, not calling him bandito and putting a bandana on his face like this is goddamn blazing saddles.
3: See, I, I was under the impression that this is a white guy co-opting the experience, that he he's he's literally just a guy from Seattle and he's like, Oh, what scared me as a little kid? I know. Bandito is really scared of me. I'm going to be a Bandito. And then like, he was just like, call me Bandito from now on. And someone's like, your name is Larry, dude. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, I'm going to kill some, I'm going to get hired and kill some dudes. I, I took
2: it in a different way. I think that Larry, obviously, that is his name. Uh, <laughs> I think he was the only white guy growing up in a predominantly, you know, ah, Latino community. Uh-huh. And so, growing up, he grew up in the culture, and so he sort of adopted the persona, <laughs> but somehow not the accent because he had two very white parents at home, and so he adopted the the verbiage, and so he's basically, "Hello, gringo." You can I darn dude. Can I
4: point you in the direction of? Any influencer, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, fuck it, whatever you want, and I'm sure. talk like I'm talking like I'm black, y'all. What the fuck? Um, even though they're stone cold white, uh, and uh, they did grow up in the culture, as you say, and always, 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 they will pick up the accent,
3: and okay, often so that culture saying... you refer to is Nebraska. So you're saying you prefer my version to Ray's version.
4: Uh, I would prefer them to, to, to be like a silencer junior. And it's just like the silencer, except he's smaller uh, and and uh, also a shaky hand and uh, fancy weapons. Uh, I, I would rather see I don't know a, a, a roly poly. Okay. A uh, a heavily armed roly poly bug. Okay. Uh,
2: I, I would argue that they didn't do a very good job with naming Bandito aside. Like, the other guy's name is Goddamn Outlaw. Like, fair. I mean, what's he's, he's, I, mean I didn't get the third guy's name, but was it just criminal? Like, what What are we going for?
3: Here's here? the Othello. outlaw is just putting Othello. it all out there.
2: Hold on. The third one is a black dude
4: named Othello, and I don't hate that. No, it that. is not. He likes the Stop theater. It. Is it really? Or did you not? Did, I, did you miss I did, that? I, didn't, I also pick it up. missed I just that. writing
2: names. Yeah. Hold on. Talk that if you can, Othello.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it does say
2: Othello. He does. I'm going to write that down, even though I don't need to. Unless he was being racist. He's like,
4: all I know is Shakespeare. And there's only one black guy in all the (laughs) so I'm just going to call you Othello.
2: Man, I can either call him Othello or Shaft. I got to pick one of the two. One of the two. Going classical.
4: Famed Shakespearean character Shaft.
3: You know what, now that I hear uh, now that I hear uh all three names, I'm on board. I'm on board with Outlaw Othello, except for the fact that in the script they both have O's, which is a no-no good. when you're writing scripts. You're never supposed yeah, to name no characters good. with the same uh with the same first letter. But Outlaw, no, Othello, no, that, and
4: Bandito? No, no, because this and, happened before final draft, so that's not really a big deal.
3: I mean, still, it's it's you know, it's easier to get them confused when you're reading it, so I have notes. Oh,
2: Bandito Outlaw Othello Boo.
3: I no, I you know, I, I like hearing them they're together. Scary. I'm like, yeah, I i get what they're about, especially that one white guy named Bandito.
2: <laughs> Larry. We just call him Larry. Larry. We don't respect the Bandito name. There we go. He self glossed that. We do not respect it.
3: <laughs> you guys, I told you a million times to call me Bandito. Stop calling me Larry. But
2: Larry, nobody Outlaw calls you Bandito. Stop it. Othello Larry.
3: I got a change on my birth certificate. No, you didn't. You literally took a Sharpie to your birth certificate. Also, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, okay. So silencer says no. Cause he only works for iron claw, but this is ultimately potentially a scar operation, even though it isn't. So it seems a little weird because their interests are in the same place, but who cares? We go to the I mean, Joe base.
4: The, they don't tell rampage who they specifically say, you'll never know yeah. who it is that uh, busted you out of prison. It's the same fucking guys. Just they handed it off to the (laughs) head of politics instead of the head of military.
3: Yeah, it is weird. It is weird that they say you'll never know. They really should have just said, "Like, come on, man, you can't figure it out. You're supposed to be like a criminal mastermind. What the hell's going on here?" Well,
2: they specifically tell him it's not Scar, but it's Scar.
3: (laughs) You're right. I I don't even think. I don't know what the point is of Scar hiding it. Like, what's the like? What does he get? What is? What do they gain?
4: I feel like this was – this may have been a uh, a storyline that got truncated somehow, like it was going to be another oh. organization. Uh, and they're like, ah, too difficult, just to make it scar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're like, look,
3: we have five episodes left. You can't introduce a new villain organization now. And they were like, no, we're going for a spinoff. No, I did like the bit, though, and I don't I don't think I wrote down
2: even when it happened, but um, the bit where they have the political and the military sides of Scar, and they clearly do not like each other because they're all both trying to step on each other's ground, and, and they're just like, look, when it, when we want to bomb a town. We're going to call you Claw, but until then, this is political shit. You leave it up to team political because this is what we do, and they yeah. shut him down, and I thought that was really, really kind of fun.
3: This, this uh, rings true to me in terms of how actual politics are in terms of, like, military involvement. This this rang true. Yeah. It
4: also seems like, uh, because we've always sort of seen uh, Ironclaw as the head of SCAR, it's possible that he fucked up enough. They're like, uh oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, you're getting demoted to VP. We're going to let someone else uh, run the SCAR organization yeah. for a while. Or it's yeah.
3: run by committee now or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I I do like the idea that maybe there was going to be a whole new organization. And then that was because scar seems like it's on its last leg. So it would make sense that before this vacuum can be completed, uh, you know, another organization rises up and then that is the, the famous spinoff that comes from it. It's, it's, it's organization. It's an organization called Dr. Fraser Crane, and it was going to be the best spinoff in history. Wow.
2: That'd be pretty much I like it. I like it. Well, we go to the Joe base. They have a new assignment, protect the president uh, Arumba from assassination. And they're like, sure. So, you know, Joe's only do so much in this episode. It's really not about them. Um, We go to the debate and at the debate, there's the three assassins who are trying going to try to murder Arumba. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, Joe's drop a light on one of them and take him out. Um, no, no no one they guy... don't drop a light
4: on him. One of them sticks the barrel of his fucking rifle out of a uh, um uh an air vent and they're like yep. oh, that doesn't belong there. <laughs> the hey, second one
3: who put that barrel of that rifle there? <laughs> How odd. It's a weird this is a weird decorating thing. They're trying to kill one of these Roombas.
4: <laughs> the second one is on top of like a fluorescent light thing. Oh, excuse like, me. Okay. What? That doesn't go there, and he shoots the uh, the things holding it, and it falls down.
3: I the third guy how, is such like, an idiot;
2: he attacks Metalhead.
3: <laughs> but here's the thing: I want to know because, like, when when uh, uh, Claw hears that they like they basically like hired mercenaries, he's like, "All right, that's going to be terrible." But, like, I, I don't get it. Aren't these guys supposed to be sort of the best of the best? Not as good as the silencer, but, like, they suck. Like, why are you paying hey, these dude, guys?
4: What are you yeah. talking about? The guy had a cane gun. <laughs> it was a gun that was a cane. And, yeah, he had I'm an open shot
3: and he missed. Yeah, he missed he, his he, shot. Yeah. He, like, here's the thing. It's very obvious that this old man that he's helping is 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 a bad guy but he he could have just played it out like when he's like oh i'll help you man and he's like thank you so much he immediately, he's like ha ha i got you yeah. now what he needed to do is be like oh thank you so much right oh that's it he shot him he didn't he didn't have any of that yeah. extra at the end there he just needs to he just needs to keep pretending to be an old man until he shoots him to death but that's what they kill me about this: is they make a big deal about what a great shot each of these
2: people are. The guy gets an open shot on his target and he fucking misses. Like that just blows my mind. <laughs> um, I thought these three guys were basically Dreadnoughts. I just that's how I saw them. It's like if if Ripper, Buzzer, and Torch were put in charge of being assassins. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Rampage ends up losing his shit. He tackles the president in a room, but to murder him with his bare hands on national television. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, people start cheering as he's choking him out. They start cheering, like, oh, Rampage, we love him. He jumped on his opponent to save his life during this assassination attempt. And Rampage looks around and he's like, I could read this room. Yes, that is what I did. Yes.
4: I, I genuinely I enjoyed this twist, it was really it. fun. Uh, and it, like, like it, it plays as slapstick. It plays as satire because the people are so dumb and it, it all flows in the context of, you know, the plot, which can get a little silly at times. Yeah. It all worked. I loved it.
2: Uh, yeah, I absolutely love the twist a hundred percent. And this is what prompts claw and Raven to say like, Oh, it's going to hire the silencer. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> just, just hire this guy. Like, come on. He's- what is happening? And yeah. so then this is what this is the scene I mentioned earlier because there's multiple scenes where Raven and Silencer are there and Raven's trying to micromanage him and tell him what to do and Silencer's just being cool but he's, you know, he's standing his ground a little bit. He's like, look, Steel Raven, you do what you do very, very well. I am like the best assassin in the entire world. You are not. So when it comes to the specifically assassin part of this, back the fuck off. And I was like, you know what? Good for you. Good for you, dude. I like that. Let me work. He says, let me work. And I'm like, I have had bosses. I've had to say that, too.
0: Yeah. I, say,
4: I feel like they leaned on this a little bit much. It feels like they're like multiple scenes. where' are like, make sure you get the right place. I'm going to get the right. Don't you worry about it. Make sure you- I told you to get the right place. I told you I got yeah. this. Why are you in this place? It is not
3: the right place. I was like, shut Oh <laughs> here's the thing i i like this because i think it shows that people that since the debacle that was the last silencer experience where he he went insane and was like i'm the best nobody beats me i'm the whiz uh like i think that ah. he i think that people think he's sort of lost a step and so that's why i genuinely wanted him to kill this president I kind of did too. Like I I, I did really, I wanted him to succeed oh, no. and he set it up like he was going to succeed. And I, I think that that would have been great after having him just like eat it so hard in the last episode and be like, God, this guy's pathetic. Having everyone throughout this episode sort of second guess him. And then to have him be in this in this spot that it looks like he'll never make this shot. I would have loved him to make that shot.
2: Yeah. Once again, Chani banked that shot off a bunch of windows from like the side of the building, and it was rad. Like and, that uh, was, that's
4: legitimately rad. Uh, and I, I I wanted him to die. I get that it's a kid's show, and we're not going to see an actual assassination. Yeah, yeah. Uh, succeed on you know kids television, but uh, I
3: thought they could do it. Actually, I thought like if they just didn't show the actual shot. I mean, even even if they did the thing where it was like he he's he's in critical condition or he's in a coma, he clearly can't lead. We need to have a special election. I yeah. legitimately thought this guy. was going to end with Rampage being elected. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. even when he missed the shot, I actually thought, oh, OK, they're still going to have Rampage win. Because there's got to be some, like, there's got to be something at the end of this episode. And I really like this episode. I just wanted either the president to die or Rampage to win. Uh yeah. because, because at the end of it, it felt like, oh, okay, well, you know, at the end of it, the president, because it's a failed assassination attempt and people feel bad for him. And because he's, like, they say several times he's well-liked, he wins by, like, 98% or something. Yeah,
2: he, he wins all the votes.
3: And which I was like, damn.
4: Uh, that the, so clearly the CIA
2: got involved and, uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about yeah, that you know they yeah. should probably confiscate those voting machines now that I think about it
3: but yeah I mean I think it would have been cool if it ended you know either with like him the kid version of dying which would be like in a coma they have to have a special, Olymp- uh, uh, special, special election Olympics?
4: What the f- Jesus Gina I he don't think you Oklahoma know what the Olympics are <laughs> My goodness, uh,
3: And then, yeah. And uh, then like, then you have a madman in charge of a country and he's, you know, destabilizing currencies left and right. And then there's a pandemic and then half the country seems okay with him. And then that raises all sorts of crazy questions about who we've been living with in our country this whole time. If no, we're just okay this, with it.
4: None of this sounds realistic. <laughs> I would never fly.
2: I, uh, I will say, uh, for the record, you say Silencer missed. Silencer did not miss his shot. Silencer hit the shot, yeah. but Eagle Eye, for whatever reason, got the gumption. He says, it's too quiet, and he throws himself on top of yeah, uh, he throws himself break. on the body of a Roomba and ends up taking it like through the shoulder blade. Uh, he gets shot, straight up gets shot. Yeah, and, he's unfazed. Uh, he's
3: totally unfazed. He
2: was totally fine, which I thought was a little bit weird because that was supposed to be a kill shot. I did appreciate, and as a, li- a Detroit Lions fan, I appreciated that Rampage hears that the shot happened and the president is dead and he starts his little celebration. Like, oh my God, I'm a little surprised, but like, it's sort of like when the Lions score that touchdown with two seconds to go to like allegedly win the game and you start trying to get yourself up, like, oh my God, they actually did it. Oh my God. And then they say, oh, our bad uh, uh, flag on the play. Uh, we're going to call holding and negate the uh, so Lions lose anyway. And that I, I understood what Rampage is going through here. Because he had his improbable victory, and then they just ripped it away from him. And Rampage, I feel your pain. I feel your pain.
4: I cannot understand or identify with this in any way, shape, or form.
2: But then Eagle Eye just reaches out the window, finds the exact trajectory of the laser. This was a little silly, and shoots it back up into Silencer, hitting his gun. That's the part that lost me. That was a little weird. Um,
4: I was. I, I think that because it is episode twenty-one, I kind of wonder if that maybe they didn't uh, um, have that as a possibility that he would win, and then we would have a whole bunch of st- fun stuff to do in season three. That good. then they're like, uh, "Never mind, we're getting shit can. Just uh, tie this one up." And they, you know, like uh, maybe. during production, actually changed the story because I do think that uh, it would be super fun to do that.
2: Also, a little bit weird, I guess. Is this election day? Because why didn't Silencer just try again? It's not like he got
3: caught. I mean, I'm going to assume that they, like, quadrupled that fucking security detail. Oh, all right. I just also, thought that was
2: weird. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, we missed this this one assassination attempt, and we're at the election. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Is that how yeah, things I be- work?
4: I believe in South America, you have a victory parade uh, during the election uh, day.
2: Okay yeah excellent that's how that works and that's the end of the episode <laughs> wins yay i not a about to say on this one i didn't actually finish my two page i only got a page and a half of notes instead of my normal two pages uh well, not it's... a ton to say it was a pretty it's... a to b to c episode with some good moments in it overall i agree with what gina said the ending could have been something a little twistier, and it could—it just fell a little bit flat as a result of how very plain they went with their uh, uh, third act.
3: Yeah, I, give I, me something. Or you know what would have been cool as hell is if that president got reelected, and then he like goes into his back victory room, and Scar is there, and they're like, "Cool, that went off according to plan." And that
4: would have been really neat, and, too. and it would—and yeah.
3: it was just like they were just putting Rampage up there. You know, just to hedge their bets because if they got someone in there that they couldn't control at all, but really they wanted the original president to win because he was in their pockets. I'm giving you gold here, old '90s GI <laughs> Joe writers. Look,
2: if you're if you're on the GI Joe reboot, how have you not already <laughs> hired TV's Gina Polito? What are you doing with your life? Uh, I, w- I
4: I feel like the good thing, the one silver lining to watching. He-Man revelations is that <laughs> the bar is just set so low now that yeah. when they execute a simple uh, plot I'm like, yes well done show, you got it, you, uh, full part. Uh whereas I- I- at another time I might perhaps be like oh, they could have done this, they could have fixed this, uh-huh. now I'm just like you know what, this is fantastic this is fantastic, <laughs> they didn't fuck it up so yeah. it's a win for all of us.
3: It's like when people, uh, when people were reminiscing about about George Bush and being like, "Oh, look at him with his little paintings," and then other people were like, "But remember when he like fucking pretended there were weapons of mass destruction?" And they're like, "Bah bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Wow, he he's like,
4: war. a 20 year <laughs>
3: painting guy. Look at
0: him he go! Painted with his, his feet.
2: How bad could he be? <laughs> Yeah, that was a little gross. I mean, the, the worst part is it worked because people don't hate but also he got you know him as a like bottom five president of all time, got followed by the, you know the next one from his party being maybe the worst president in history.
3: So I mean, that does make him look good by comparison, you know. Yeah, he's just hoping he can he can ride this out until everyone who remembers him is dead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we all are doing in one <laughs> way or another?
2: Oh, my gosh, yes. And look, I don't want to say there's a coincidence, the fact that I'm sh- making you guys watch all this Masters of the Universe revelation right before my show comes out. So that way, you'll hopefully compare the writing between the two. What? You have and- a
4: show coming out, Ray? Maybe. What's it guys, called? called
2: Reclaim Detroit, a Vampire the Masquerade audio drama.
4: Dude. tell. It's got a feed
2: up right now on on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wow.
4: You got a feed up? Like there's a WikiFeed article for it already. Oh, yeah,
2: George W. Boy. Bush painted
3: it. It's gonna Whoa. be up there forever.
2: <laughs>
3: They're gonna send you frequent updates. <laughs> Don't you get Google?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's what you get for Google alerting yourself.
3: Yo, when you're a yeah. writer, you gotta Google alert yourself. Sometimes you get jobs that you didn't even know you had.
2: For real, guys, I have myself on Google alert, and um, it never goes off.
3: Yeah, I get like a Google alert maybe once a week and it'll be like (sighs) and it'll be like, oh, this this thing that you like wrote for like years ago is back and trending. And I'm like, oh, for real, do I get money from that? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully
4: (sighs) that's not how it works for me. It's always some other Robert Chan who is usually a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, like they had a building named after them something like that oh. Oh.
2: Hold, i got a, i got a plan for you though chan here we go because mm-hmm. your name is very common i mean mm-hmm. robert chan robert clark mm-hmm. chan you know maybe less so but robert chan mm-hmm. very common name i think you maybe rebrand you go uh-huh. with like a, a stage name you legally change your name to mm-hmm. bandito. bandito what do you think
4: you should go now <laughs>
2: We can't just okay. go. No, we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't closed the show out. What about,
3: <laughs> what about Larry? Well, we're going to call about, you Larry if you change Larry your name to Bandito. Chan. Larry Bandito Chan.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: it's Larry, it's Larry Bandito. Boris,
4: and Gina. The show. <laughs> That's fair.
3: Oh, I'm glad that I'm still the famous one.
4: <laughs> Catskills Gina. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Boris.
3: Give me all that free all-you-can-eat shrimp uh, uh buffet.
2: <laughs> to be fair though if, if we if we actually had a podcast called bandito boris and cat skills gina <laughs> nothing would feel out of place even a little bit really yeah
3: people might for one episode people would be slightly confused and then they would be like hey has anyone noticed that you can never tell larry or bandito apart oh for fuck's
2: sake <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's a fact it's a fact that's what people will say Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is the new normal. I just accepted it. Catskills, Gina, it's here to stay.
3: Both of your spouses are like, I'm sorry, you legally changed your name for this podcast?
2: I did, yes. Yeah, it was a
3: great bit.
2: (laughs) You weren't there. (laughs) You don't understand. I'm Larry Bandito now.
4: FTB, baby, for the bit. (laughs) That's
2: kind of amazing. All right, everybody, that's our show. This is Knowing Us Half the Podcast. Uh, you can find us all kinds of different places. You can find us on uh, facebook.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast, patreon.com slash Knowing Us Half the Podcast. You can come in and join it. We've got a big vault. You're welcome to be a part of it. Stay, come as you go. Uh, I'd love to see you hang out. You help us do good things, quite honestly. Uh, it's, it's a blessing that you're there. So thank you for being there. We are going to drop a, an all-new Patreon app pretty soon. Uh, so we're going to get some questions asking about what you guys want to see. So look forward to that pretty soon. And uh, oh, yeah. Reclaim Detroit, a vampire, the masquerade audio drama. Uh, We'll have links for that. You've heard the trailer. Tell me you're intrigued. It's an intriguing. I think it's a well-made trailer because I didn't really make it. but (laughs) That's how you know it's good. Um, But yeah, you should come check it out. If you like vampire shows, audio drama, I refer to it as an irreverent noir uh, with a lot of different fun thematic elements to it. And uh, I've listened to each episode like 9,000 times because that's how it works, apparently, when you're making <laughs> a show. Uh, and I'm still having a good time with it. Uh, I'm, I hope you will, too. In a few weeks when it releases, be ready for that. Check it out. Just look up Reclaimed Detroit, wherever you... That's all you got to type in, "Reclaim Detroit. Uh, at wherever you do your podcasts and uh, check it out, you'll be hearing me on a shit ton of podcasts through the end of July and August if you want to track that kind of stuff because I'm going on tour to show it because I would like to get the word out and get people to know. So please do me a favor, uh, like at Vampire Detroit on Twitter, uh, sh- retweet, share all of the stuff that they're doing. I would love to try to get those numbers up a little bit, and it would be very helpful as a fan of this show to do that as a favor to me. I would appreciate it. That's my that's my pitch. Could I win? I think uh, we all lose. Nobody wins here. I mean that might be true, might be true. Otherwise, you can hit us up on Twitter at GI Joe Podcast or individually. I am at Almighty Ray at
4: 999 RPMs.
2: I'm at Gina Ippy, and that is the end of Rampage for President. Chan will tell you it's episode twenty. Gina and I would tell you it's episode twenty one. Oh, no, we Gina would believe. tell you it's episode twenty one. I just wouldn't know. No Situation critical. Right, Lieutenant Stone. The odds are a million to one. And that's the way we like it! What follows is a teaser for season one of Reclaim Detroit, a vampire the masquerade audio drama from the mind of Ray Stacanus. Reclaim Detroit will debut in July twenty twenty two wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, go to @vampiredetroit on Twitter. And now...
3: Is there some weirdo Satanists out there or something that you might have heard of?
2: I mean,
1: there
3: are, but this doesn't sound like one of them.
1: This is Detroit, 1996. For a long time, the savage Sabbath vampires held claim to this area. That is, until four years ago when McMasters and his Camarilla group infiltrated the city, then kicked their asses out. I still can't believe your clan lets you call yourself Tori.
3: There are no rules for us anymore. We are who we want to be. Right now, I want to be Tori.
0: It's a little audacious though, isn't it?
3: Hey, audacious is my middle name. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wait, is it? Why am I in the back alley of this gin joint?
2: It turns out that the best way to gain knowledge is to invite the city to your secret club and film them the entire time that they're there. Who knew?
3: (laughs) I work for you Camarilla folks, too. But you also work for them. It's an underground gothic club for kindred.
4: The lady would prefer tiki torches and Christmas lights. Some loudmouth drunks thought it would be
1: fun to break in my domain and cause trouble tonight. They were wrong. There's something